Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of my Intermediate English Podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm an Intermediate English teacher from Vancouver, Canada. Happy New Year to everybody. Can you believe that it's 2024 already? For me personally, it feels like the last 10 years have gone by in a blink of an eye, or super quickly. The last few weeks have been super busy for me with the holidays and seeing friends and family. That's why I wasn't able to upload a new episode for a little while. I also had some time off from work, so I wanted to relax and spend time with my wife. Now that it's the new year, I wanted to get back to making more podcast episodes for you guys. In this episode, I'm going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Remember that you can read along with me with the full transcript at checkmarkenglish.com. Okay, let's get into it. To many people, the start of the new year is a new beginning, a chance to start fresh and improve an aspect or part of their lives. When somebody decides on making a specific change in the new year, this is called a New Year's resolution. Here in Canada and in the United States, it's very popular and a common topic people talk about and post online on their social media accounts. You will hear people ask questions like, Do you have any New Year's resolutions this year? There's something about the calendar starting from January that people have this sense of motivation in making a change in their lives. The title of this episode is called New Year, New Me. The reason why I made this episode called that is because you hear that phrase a lot from people around this time of year. You hear it so much that it has almost become a cliché. A cliché is a phrase that is overused and loses its originality. There's a surge or rush of motivation people get when the year is about to end and decide on the different ways they're going to make personal improvements. Probably the number one most popular New Year's resolution is to get into shape. To get into shape is a phrase meaning to go to the gym and become more fit. More specifically, losing body fat and gaining muscle. Our physical health is something we often neglect because there are so many other things in life that seem to get in the way. We are busy with work, school, family, and many other things that sometimes our health isn't a priority. As you get older, you realize how important it is to be healthy. I've been a regular gym goer for over 10 years, and it's always funny to see how busy the gym gets the first week of the new year. When you say gym goer, it means somebody who goes to the gym regularly. You can say that about anything. Another example is a party goer. This means somebody that goes to parties often. In January, which is the month after December, people are motivated to start living a healthier life, so they purchase a gym membership. As each week passes or goes by, you see less and less people in the gym because most of the time, the motivation goes down. I spoke with somebody who worked at a gym and he told me that January is their best month for new memberships and revenue. The rest of the months don't even come close at all. And remember that all of these are my own experiences living and growing up in Canada. I'm not sure if this is how it is in other places in the world, but it's very typical here and in the United States. To be honest, I always hated going to the gym in January because it was always so busy. Luckily now, 
my apartment has its own gym and it's almost always empty. My wife and I have been living in this apartment for almost four years now and throughout that time, I haven't been to a regular gym. Not only have I saved a lot of money by not buying a membership, it's also more enjoyable because I personally like exercising alone. Although the equipment is old and the exercises I can do are limited, I still prefer this over a crowded gym. When we move to our next home, I can't imagine it being a place that doesn't have a gym. Wow, hearing me say that makes me feel so spoiled. As I was saying earlier, a lot of people's New Year's resolutions are taking care of their health. This includes cooking more and not going out to restaurants as often. Not only is this a great way to be healthy, it also saves a ton of money because restaurants charge significantly more than if you cooked at home. What Caro and I like to do is cook my lunches for work all at once and then put them in the freezer. I then take one out and put it in my lunch bag the night before work. This has worked out great for us because I almost never buy lunch when I'm at work now. It's been almost two years of making healthy lunches at home. The only time I buy lunch at work is if I forgot my lunch bag in the fridge before I left. I think that nowadays it's extra tempting to buy food from restaurants because there are so many food delivery services now. In Vancouver, Canada, where I live, there are phone apps like Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes, and so many others that offer food delivery. When COVID-19 started in early 2020, many people learned how to order food on their phone and got so used to it. Once everything opened back up, they continued to order food from their phones. I think it's really important to break that habit because not only is the food unhealthy, having it delivered costs even more than going to the restaurant in person. A burger or sandwich can cost $20 after fees and tip. This same sandwich could cost around $12 if you went to the restaurant to pick it up, or it could cost about $3 to $4 if you made it yourself at home. Continuing the topic related to health, another big New Year's resolution is quitting smoking. Today, everybody knows that smoking cigarettes is damaging to your health. It also makes your breath and clothes smell bad, it makes your teeth more yellow, and costs a lot of money. Because of this, lots of people try to stop smoking as their New Year's resolution. Some people switch to vaping instead of smoking, or they reduce how much they smoke rather than stopping cold turkey. In English, cold turkey is an idiom or a phrase that people use to mean stop something completely rather than gradually or slowly stopping over time. I don't smoke, so I don't know how difficult it is to stop, but I've been told that it's like quitting coffee or caffeine. Caffeine is the chemical in coffee and tea that stimulates you or makes you feel more energetic and alert. I've stopped drinking coffee a few times in the last several years, and I must say, it's definitely not an easy thing to do. Although I don't smoke cigarettes, I imagine that quitting caffeine is similar. When you stop drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, drinking alcohol, or anything else that is similar, you get withdrawals. A simple way of explaining withdrawals is that it's what your body and mind feel when you stop consuming something. This includes headaches, 
or feeling more irritable or being annoyed more easily. It's certainly a challenge to quit smoking or any other substance, but it's very beneficial for your health, and this is why it's a very common New Year's resolution. The cost of cigarettes is another big factor. Here in Canada, a pack of 20 cigarettes costs about $21. Many people smoke one pack each day. This comes out to $7,665 for the year. Wow, that's a lot of money for cigarettes. Similarly, some people try reducing alcohol consumption or how much alcohol they consume. The reasons people want to stop or reduce how much alcohol they drink are more or less the same as quitting cigarettes, mostly for health, but also for money. There are also many more New Year's resolutions to talk about, but I will just talk about one more in this episode, and it's my favorite one, to learn a new skill. I love this one because learning a new skill is something that is useful and that will stay with you for a long time. For example, some people decide to start learning how to play the guitar or piano. Some people start learning a language. A few years ago, I started learning Spanish and most recently, Polish. This year, I'm going to Europe at the end of May with my wife, specifically to Spain and Poland. I'll have the chance to use the Spanish that I've learned over the last few years in Spain and then the same in Poland when I visit my wife's family. Earlier, I mentioned how the time of year with the most amount of new memberships for gyms is in January. The same is true for places that teach boxing, taekwondo, or other forms of martial arts. This is again because people want to improve themselves and are highly motivated to learn a form or a type of martial arts. New Year's resolutions are a great way to start something new and to improve an aspect or area of your life. The only problem is that people fail or forget about them really early on in the year. I tried looking for some statistics, but there are lots of different numbers on the internet. One of the articles I read said that about 80% of people give up or quit their New Year's resolution by February. February is the month after January. That's sad to see, but I have a few tips that helped me stay motivated and helped me continue the things I wanted to improve. The biggest mistake is to make your goals too difficult. Here's the most common example. People will buy a gym membership in January and start off highly motivated, creating a workout plan that involves going to the gym five days per week. After a few successful weeks, life gets in the way and gets busy and stressful. Trying to go to the gym five days per week becomes challenging or difficult to maintain. Many people will stop going completely if they can't go five days per week, which was their goal. Instead, the best way is to make your goal easier to handle. This will make it much easier and more likely that you will continue your New Year's resolution deep into the year. In this case, somebody can make it their goal to go twice a week to the gym. And if after a few months of successfully going twice per week, it could be increased to three times per week. This strategy can be used for learning a language or any other skill too. If you want to improve your English, for example, you might make your New Year's resolution to read 10 pages of an English book each day. You start off motivated 
but reading 10 pages each day might become difficult when work or school starts getting busier. It's much better to read 2 or 3 pages per day all year rather than 10 pages per day for a few weeks and then quitting because it becomes too much. This is a critical or essential thing to consider. I know that when the year starts, everybody's motivation is extremely high and you set the bar or your goal too high. I think this is a mistake unless you have extremely good discipline and know you can do it. Remember that it's much better to start off small or slow and increase as you go. In my experience, it's worse to start high and then slow down later. Last year, I wanted to read more books for my New Year's resolution. By the end of the year, I read six books and listened to two audiobooks. To me, that was an achievement because I never read books regularly in my spare time. This year, I don't have a specific goal, but instead, I want to be as productive as possible and minimize my distractions. There are a lot of things out there that waste time, and my goal for 2024 is to limit those as much as I possibly can. There are a few ways that I'm going to do this. Firstly, I won't watch YouTube videos or any other types of content in the middle of a task or something that I have to do. If I have to write a few emails, I won't stop in the middle of it to do something else. For the last week or so, I tried to pay attention to when and how often I was getting distracted by something. I couldn't believe how often I was checking YouTube for a new video, my phone for new messages, or my email inbox for new emails. It was seriously shocking. I now know that I get distracted a lot more than I thought. It's especially challenging because there's internet on my phone and computer at all times. Sometimes I think about when I'm older and look back at the last 5 to 10 years, it worries me that I might feel like I wasted a lot of time. Because of this, I want to do everything I can to not have those thoughts in the future. I want my future self to think back and say, wow, I really got a lot done and have a lot to show for it. Maybe that means learning a bunch of new skills, having a better job, running a business, or maybe a bit of everything. When I was younger, I thought to myself that I'm so young and getting older wasn't really a concern because I have so many years left. I'm now 31 years old and I can see 40 around the corner. I believe that thinking like this will help me focus more on what I have to do in the coming years. Thanks again for listening to another episode and I'm curious to hear what your New Year's resolution is and if this is even something that is done or thought about where you're from. Let me know on Instagram or on the comments section of this episode on YouTube. My Instagram username is checkmarkenglish. And I want to remind you again that you can read the transcript of this episode for free on my website at checkmarkenglish.com in the transcript section. I'm so excited to continue making episodes, so if you have any recommendations for new episodes, please let me know. Thanks again, and talk to you all in the next one.